Now then everybody, this is the Wedding Mavericks podcast, a podcast for wedding photographers and videographers who want to build successful and sustainable businesses. My name is Jules and I'm joined by Lindsay and on this episode we're going to be discussing goals for your business in 2023. So, last year, uh, at this exact time, we're now on, we're flipping the numbers, we're on episode 51 today, but to go back to this time last year, we were on episode 15. <laughs> Look at I didn't that. even realise that. Look at that. That's funny. So, you join us at a time where um, we are going to kind of reflect back on last year's goals that we started to talk about in that episode. And if you haven't already listened to that, please go back through the, the catalogue and have a look for that. And... Um, uh, because we go into to quite some detail about the importance of setting goals and giving you a little bit of advice on um, a, a format and a structure that you could follow when it comes to setting goals for your business. And as we are 12 months down the line, we're into the start of another new year, we wanted to look back at those, give you a little bit of an idea of how we did in performing against the goals and achieving or not achieving the goals that we set last year, look at a little bit why that could have been or might not have been. Um, and the fact that we're here at the start of a new year, as we say, and we want to do that once more. We want to set some new goals for the year ahead. So we're not going to kind of repeat ourselves from that episode from last year in so much as going into lots and lots of depth um, about kind of the, the the sort of theoretical approach, you know how things are kind of brought from the, the business, business world, approach. the educational sort of um, environment, and and put into this. But really, we want to. We're still going to use um, uh, something called smart goals, smart goal setting, um, because we feel that that's something that works for us. Um, and for those of you who will already be familiar with that, perhaps there's some of you that are listening that are new to us that haven't heard that previous episode or just are not sure what it is that I'm referring to, the SMART goal setting um, is a mnemonic that's that's used to, to kind of break down a process of how you would set a goal, monitor that, and then kind of... Uh, sort of get to a point where you're setting yourself a bit of a time parameter to in which to sort of achieve that goal so goals themselves are targets i see them as targets targets hit the target <laughs> <laughs> so and again i think we talked about this um sort of last year um you know see See, it's nothing more complex than that, really. You might want to call it goals. You might want to call it objectives. You might want to call it targets. But ultimately, this is something that you and your business are going to be aiming for. Yeah. And for us, the way in which we go about trying to um, achieve our goals or kind of brainstorm them, get them down on paper in the first place, as I've said, is to use this approach called the, the SMART model. Well, we do, we do and we don't. So just to be clear, we we do just chat. That's the, that's the thing. We want, we, want you to, we want you to understand that what you really need to do is 
have a thought, have a think, have a thought, have a think about what you want to achieve this year. Mm. So it could be in your business, it could be elsewhere in your life, but that's it, isn't it? That's how simple it is. Absolutely. And the whole thing that Lindsay's going through with the action plans is just about making sure you've got a, a strategy to get there and something to hold you accountable. Yeah, but absolutely right, yeah. Sorry. You just know that, that word, that Skip. word just, it's okay, that's quite right. That word just popped into my mind just before you said it. Absolutely, yeah. The, the reason that we've chosen to use smart action plan or smart goals, if you like, previously was because exactly that. Because, you know, you might be in a position at the moment where you are thinking about the year ahead. You might be thinking, are there things that you want to be able to achieve in your business or other areas of your life that might cross over into your, um, into your work, into your business? And if you have, how are you going to be able to keep tabs on those, basically? How are you going to keep yourself motivated to make sure that you are always trying to kind of move forward and progress to make sure that you're achieving those goals. And for those of you that, um, well, it's it's going to be an awful lot of us, isn't it, that, that, that are either um, self-employed single business owners, so you are it basically, all those hats that we've talked about previously, you're the person that's running, operating your business, or you might be fortunate enough to work with one, perhaps two other people. But ultimately, you know, Who's keeping note of that accountability? Who's spurring you on? How is it that you're going to get to achieve those goals? Okay, so for us, that smart action plan model, so the S stands for something that's specific, and we will talk through some of what our specific goals were last year. We'll also share with you what some of the new specific goals are for 2023 going ahead. The M in that model is about something being measurable. So when you're setting yourself a target, you need to have in mind how you're going to be able to track it or measure it because you're going to have a starting point. That starting point could be zero. And let's say it's something that's financially driven, for example. Well, then in order to measure it... One million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You're going to need to um, keep track of, keep monitoring how close you are to the one million dollars. Um, <laughs> A is something that is achievable, okay? Um, so there has to be a degree of realism about this. When you're setting yourself goals for the year ahead, please just bear in mind, and you're going to hear us talk about this, the kind of realism and the achievability of the goals that, that you set. You know, one million might be something that's actually quite realistic for you to achieve in revenue next year, but if you said 10 million... You know, what on earth were you basing that on? A million? You want you want like the average <laughs> wedding photographer? No, no. I was to... <laughs> using your hypothetical one million. Was, oh, but wow. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, yes, it has to be something that that's really quite well considered on your part, and you need to think, yes, this is something that it's going to be a lot of hard work. I'm going to need to do X, Y, and Z, but I really feel like it's something that's achievable. Okay, and then uh, there are that we get to something that's relevant. In some places, you will see the R down as relevant. You could see it in some places as realistic. Okay, we've gone for um, thinking of it as being relevant to us because um, if it's not relevant to you and your business, why on earth might you be doing it? 
okay? I think what we certainly love to do is to listen to such a variety of um, sort of learning material, whether it's through podcasts, whether it's through watching things on YouTube, whether it's reading things online, such a lot of different resources that are available. But we don't restrict ourselves to simply absorbing information from other wedding videographers and photographers. We're looking at quite a breadth of kind of knowledge and experience from business to well-being to the technical aspect of camera operation, lighting, you name it, quite a breadth of different things. Well, if we were to set ourselves a target that was to do with a complete, you know, something that we've seen on a YouTube video and it's to do with someone that reviews tech, well, what on earth has that got to do with our business? It sounds like a great goal, that, and that might be something that's really fun to try and invest achieving this year. But how does that take our business forward? What on earth has that got to do with us? So make sure, please, when you're thinking about what your goals are, make sure that it's relevant to you personally and your business. Yeah, you, 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 what you're doing by, you know, you could just say, well, why do I even need to answer that question? Because I wouldn't come up with that. Why, why even make that um, something that I want to, you know, why even use that as a goal? You know, if I already know it's not relevant to me. But what it is, is it's about why is it relevant? So what is it going to achieve? But if you do this, what does it bring? Hence why it's relevant. Because it will, if I do X, it will help me with Y and Z. That's why it's relevant. Yeah. And then the final aspect of the smart action plans then is that something should be time bound. There should be some kind of time target to it that surrounds it. So last year, we talked about short, medium, long-term goals. Um, and that's certainly something that should influence how you view the targets or the goals that you're going to set yourself for the, for the year ahead. You know, there will always be decisions that, that you make, which lead into, I guess, the, the targets that you might have set. But not all of them are going to be 12 months long it's not necessary for them all to be 12 months long, okay? There could be a short term. Some, some might be five, five, ten years long. Okay, ab absolutely, but, yeah. you know, we're, there could be a couple of months, weeks. Absolutely. Could even be days. You could be like, you could set yourself goals, mini goals throughout mm. the time, you know. We all have a to-do list or things that we're like, I need to get this done today or I need to get this done this week. You know, that they are goals in itself mm -hmm. and they require some kind of plan of how you're going to get from there to there. Some yeah. stuff, you know, like washing the dishes isn't going to take a lot of planning. You just need to wash the dishes. But there might be other things where you can't actually get on and achieve that goal and, and, and complete that task without doing some preparatory work or, you know, thinking about making sure this is done first before that because you can't, you won't have a good shot at achieving the goal if you haven't done that. So that's why, you know, we have these different time frames because sometimes, you know, we can get something done today and it's done. Mm -hmm. Sometimes something might take weeks or months or years. Yeah. So we have to be, we have to give ourselves a good crack, but also give ourselves a target to hit. Yeah. It's like you saying, I know you'll go through this. Some goals or targets for your business will just be ongoing. You know, our whole ethos behind this is creating a business that can be successful for you, but that it, it's sustainable. And in sustainable, we're not 
talking at it from the environmentally friendly <laughs> perspective, we're talking about it, you've been in it for the long term. You'd be having a longer term successful business. And so some goals that you might um, that, that, that you might decide upon, it, they'll be continuous. Absolutely. And sustainability, a sustainable goal is actually um, means that you probably have to adjust, you know, adapt, reassess, you know, what might be a goal at some point, the goal might change completely or you might have to change elements of mm. your plan to get to that goal because things change, you know, like we could say, I don't really want to have to do social media. You know, if you, were a, if you were a photographer or videographer 10 years ago, social media, you didn't need to do social media, right? If you don't do social media now, it's probably going to be difficult for you. So, you know, I'm not saying that's, that's not a carte blanche thing, but generally we would all accept that social media is a big part of running a small business now. So if we were to just say, I'm not going to learn that, I'm not going to adapt to that, I'm just going to keep putting articles in the newspaper i'm going to keep putting stuff in the magazine and that's how i'm going to get jobs well you've probably gone out of business by now so that's an example of how you the 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 goal hasn't changed you're still right. trying to get clients you're still trying to shoot <clears throat> weddings but how you get to that goal changed so you can reassess things mm. okay lindsay ann <laughs> really my middle name, really middle name. <laughs> Um, I might call you some of the other names I call you in another oh. one. <laughs> no, not like, you know, <coughs> nice names. Oh, gosh. Um, right. So we're going to rewind back to this time last year, flip the numbers from 51, episode 51 to 15. <laughs> and we were talking about things, but we're not obviously going to go back through that episode. We're just going to. We found we were looking for these, and these are our, our, our action plans that we wrote down on bits of paper that we titled smart action plan and everything so we have these um goals that we'd set and i think that we set we we, we made sure that we did five and we didn't want to give ourselves reams of stuff to do there are always things that we're always trying to do like you are you know you are trying to get customers clients you are trying to you know keep your business moving in the right direction by doing different things all the time these were like five specific things that we wanted to work on and everybody you know yourself so you might be thinking right now what we the, the reason for doing this podcast is because we want to be um encouraging you to think about what you're trying to achieve going forwards what are your goals going to be so you know whilst you're listening to us talk about these and whether they were successful, whether we achieved them, whether we've still got them, whether we changed them or whatever. Think about the stuff that you might set. And it might be that you haven't got as many jobs as you'd like. You might not have as many as inquiries as you'd like. So how are you going to change that? It might be to do with money. It might be to do with a particular technical skill or knowledge. And that's, you know, that's what we're... So we're going to demonstrate what we talked about last year and hopefully that will give you an insight and help give you some ideas as to what you can do to keep moving your business forward and improving. So the first one was to improve process, pro processes and workflows. Um, and basically, we won't read the whole thing. There's quite a, quite a few like bullet points. We we kind of did them as bullet points to try and be succinct. You know, something that we would be able to read back and understand. 
but not necessarily explain everything in, in detail because we know kind of what we're thinking when we've made these, mm -hmm. but we, we don't need to necessarily explain them on paper to somebody. But if someone was to ask us or we were to ask ourselves, what did that mean? We would understand. So essentially we wanted to be able to make sure the processes and workflows were as good as possible. But Lindsay, I think, must have written this one because she wanted to develop her knowledge and understanding of transforming, uh, transferring and securing files and data before, during and after editing. So the... Yeah, that uh, was like a little add-on. That, that was like a little specific. one for me, yeah. Yeah, which is good because, um, to provide some context there, I probably do the majority of the editing and I do a lot of the file transfer. So whenever we've done a wedding, I'm usually the one who downloads all the files from the memory cards, stores them, gets them organized and stores them on the computers and hard drives. And then I back them up, make sure we've got copies. And then I do a lot of the processing. So like if Lindsay's gonna do some editing, I will usually have had that set up for you but you at that time wanted to understand how to do that and that was something we talked about because just in case for whatever reason i couldn't do it or something happened to me that she'd know how to do those things so what do you think do you think like you feel like you got we did we did quite a look at that a couple of times didn't we like mm. we went through the whole thing together but i think probably you need to be i know for myself i'd need to be doing that regularly yeah every single time done d did it um a, a few times i will say when time allowed yeah um and i think the further that we got into wedding season the busier that we got um the less time the the less time and i think when you that that combined with when you're when you kind of you know we had a number of weekends where we'd have multiple weddings on and so you've in order for it just to be done in in order to be able to kind of default to this is how it's done for your peace of mind i need to know that it's done correctly it's done efficiently and i've followed the same steps and the same process that i always have because once i've done that i then need to format the cards i need to make sure the batteries are charged because we go again in the morning yeah so um that and then i would say probably a combination of we get into the summer and my kind of, well, my kind of default naturally is to, is to kind of get more involved with the kids and, and sort of be looking to, to meet their needs when they're around. You know, you have summer holidays and things like that. And I think definitely in the, in the last sort of uh, six months, that anyway, the kind of aspirations for, I think just not, not just that particular aspect, but generally achieving kind of more time and process efficient practices has gone out the window and i play little or no part in that or haven't for the past sort of six months okay well we, um, you know you don't have to like that's... you don't have to berate yourself oh no 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 because no. that that's I, I think that's just being realistic about it because we've kind of uh we've sort of i would say the first half of the year i was far more active in trying to uh, work towards achieving that and then as I said that because that was like a little add-on for, for me personally but there was this overarching thing that was to do with right through the business from yeah transferring the files and the security of those was one thing but everything from like the client communications the workflows that, that we have it was something that was kind of business-wide 
So really, that was a huge goal, wasn't it? Yeah, probably too big. Probably too too big, too wide. And we, we'll kind yeah. of we'll we'll keep coming back to that about how um, from our experience of setting goals in our business over the last few years, we always either uh, we're a bit optimistic maybe sometimes, which is a good thing, but sometimes it, it leaves you feeling like you've not achieved what you wanted to achieve or it does. I know I feel like that a lot because yeah. I have like this optimistic view that I can get this done in this amount of time and, and then it's maybe a bit unrealistic because I could do. It's a bit like when I say to you, I can get there in 10 minutes. <laughs> Right. Well, I know I can get there in 10 minutes in the car Anywhere. if I drive at the speed I want to drive and there's no traffic on the road. <laughs> but that's unrealistic because it doesn't happen like that, does it? Um, so, yeah, it's a bit like that in that you have an idea of how long it'll take you to do something. It always takes you longer. Things always come up, crop up, get in the way. It doesn't go how you wanted it to. It's not smooth. And so, therefore... What I'm learning over time is to, you know, not be as optimistic about that and mm. factoring more time for stuff and things will always be a little bit more difficult than I want them to be. Um, this, I think, you know, this general improvement process and workflow. So we, we, we put a lot of points down. You've basically, you know, it's all to do with, it's all to do with like email templates, uh, setting up the CRM in, you know, workflows, um, Basically, workflows to do with everything from like before the wedding, so like talking communication with clients and getting information and being prepared, then shooting the wedding, how we can make efficiencies there, post-production, editing, you know, um, delivering a wedding to somebody, how we can make efficiencies there. So improving those processes and workflows is huge. That's like a huge, you know, we probably need yeah. to break that down, be very specific about what we want to change Absolutely. and how we're going to change it. Yeah. We Sorry, go on. Cause I'd, sorry, I was going to say, I think that there are other things that have kind of, that we have realised have come into play that are now even more additions to this workflow. So creating somebody's wedding film or putting their um, photograph gallery together, that's not all you have to do now. When you're delivering to a client, the ex that's not what the expectation is anymore. That has kind of come on because people's expectations have adjusted according to the social, uh, the, the appetite for sharing on social. And so now what needs to be built into your workflow for what was once simply editing and delivering to a client is what you then need to do with that asset once it's been completed and just it's become we were only talking about this yesterday but it, it's it's become apparent that you know there's this desire there to have things social ready you know there's a client at the moment whose wedding was just three weeks ago who has contacted us to to ask for you know is this particular not the wedding film necessarily but is there a social ready film short film ready for me to post yet and it was never that wasn't something that was never promised <clears throat> and it wasn't purchased it isn't part of what the contract that we've got with this person but there is this expectation mm. and nothing is as well if you if people are seeing something elsewhere they kind of be, that soon becomes the expectation or the standard doesn't it mm. now for me if you're delivering uh 
an extra edit, I think that should be something you're factoring into your price somewhere, you're charging for it in some way, whether it's built into the price or whether it's an additional thing that they're going to purchase. Mm. Um, but, you know, it's probably becoming a bit expected now. Yeah. So I think generally to just kind of revert re that particular goal for us, looking back on the year now, that was extremely broad for us. But in kind of reflecting on that over the past few months and kind of periodically, what we have picked up on is the fact that an improvement to your processes and your workflows, well, to be able to do that, we have to understand that that's, that seems to be something that, that's, that is actually evolving. All the time. All the time, yeah. So we, we'd, we'd put down, you know, that we wanted to have that complete by the 31st of March last year. Yeah. So... I think that was because we were like, right, it starts getting busier mm. April onwards. Um, you know, there, aren't, there isn't as many weddings and as much work on in the first couple, two or three months of the year. So we've got time to do all this stuff then. And I think, you know, we wanted it done. But the problem is, is that actually we, we did make some adjustments. We did make some changes, but they just weren't, it's not a definitive. No. You have to keep adjusting and adapting to that and mm -hmm. this is something that I'm I'm always massively going on about how you know because you'll you'll say well what's wrong with this email template and I'll say there's nothing necessarily wrong with it but I just feel like it could be better yeah and that's just my nature I'm always looking for just a little you know marginal thing that will mm -hmm. make it better um, and you know you you change and adjust things based on how you, you know, results that you've been getting or not getting yeah. or feedback. Feedback, absolutely, yeah. So there's the, you'll have heard of something called like the feedback loop, maybe. And, and you know, that's that's really good. If, if you operate in that way, that's going to probably lead to, you know, the being able to achieve those like marginal gains and things like that. Yeah. So that was improving processes and thing. I think we've still got to work on that one. <laughs> That's a continuous one. Yeah, I think we'll go through the... Yeah, there's definitely a, a, a continuation of that and, and uh, a, an adjustment, I will say, on that for when we just share with you what, um, what some of our new goals are for this year. Yeah. So the second one we'd written down was refresh branding and website, which is something that you probably will be looking at yourself. I'd, I know most photographers and videographers, uh, they like to tweak their websites. And I think it's a natural thing. Most businesses wouldn't do this because they, they, they aren't visual businesses. They're not into design and things like that. But I think photographers and videographers have naturally got this. They're, they're not necessarily designers, and I'm certainly not a chuffing designer, but they have a tendency to like to tweak these mm. little things and the aesthetics and oh i've got some new photos or some new mm. videos that i want to upload so i'm going to change it and that's really good that's a really positive thing for web um for web websites web presence um but you know it it, it this was like a, a bigger deal than just tweaking the website wasn't it this was like um we were paying a company to build a new website for us which is something that we hadn't ever done. So we'd been in business for five years and we had been using Wix and we designed our own you know, website and built our own website. And to be honest, it was working absolutely fine. I wouldn't say that there was any massive issue, but what we wanted to do at the time was 
we wanted to slightly update our branding because we'd had the same branding for two or three years well three years mm. um, which we liked but we just felt like things had moved on a little bit so we just wanted to like refresh it a little bit so stay with the same theme but you know update it update colors fonts logos things like that and also what we were trying to do is we had three separate websites so at the time we had a website for commercial mm -hmm. a website for weddings and a website for um our studio which kind of incorporated wedding photography and the wedding website started off as just videography and then we were trying to bring them together so we basically were trying to bring photography videography for weddings and commercial work but rather than just having one website we wanted kind of this website that had two parts to it very complicated it's something that um maybe we'll talk about in the future about whether that was a good idea or a bad idea and how that kind of went but essentially we had been operating these separate websites at some way and we just wanted to make it simple and going forward we had a goal and that goal was to do more commercial work so we knew we needed the commercial website mm -hmm. to be better than what it was currently so this was a way of kind of bringing the brand to a place where we could do that yeah and that was uh, now looking back on it so we made this goal back then in january 2022 now it's 2023 january 2023 and that was a huge piece of work wasn't it yeah that was we'd massively <laughs> underestimated um the the time that would need to to be invested into that i mean um so divine studios who have sponsored this podcast and who did this rebranding in the website for us yeah good friends of ours um you know had, had done a fantastic job on how this website looks um it's it um because it was uh you, so you mentioned using wix previously you know it wasn't kind of using that that it was it was moving it software. to word to it wordpress to WordPress, so something com kind of completely different and i we don't need to go I into think, all the details oh, no, no. Of, of that i just think but it was just our, the fact that it was a mistake, huge piece of work yeah, huge piece of work our mistake with this was thinking because we'd we'd sort of said to the to the team there you know we still like we said we started it in january and we were sort of like well you know by easter before the weddings get up and running again you know we really want to relaunch rebranding relaunch and and uh, really kickstart the 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 summer season and the next year sort of introducing this and we just completely underestimated how much time we would need to invest into the copy for the website and the imagery and the videos and getting to grips with um you know after once kind of the handover for, for from the team basically they give you the, the 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 support and the education in how you will update the website yourself but if you aren't doing that regularly if you're not kind of hitting the ground running with that and you know exactly what you want that copy to you, you know the, the 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 tone the words that are used if you don't know exactly how you want that to look and you're not regularly updating that you can soon perhaps just speaking for myself here but you can soon fall out of touch with remembering how to do x y and z and um the and i think perhaps even did ourselves a bit of a disservice there by not by not but because we underestimated it we didn't 
Well, what I'll put on, I'll put say that the time-bound aspect of this action plan says, before wedding season gets busy, <laughs> implement by April 2022. So, and then in brackets it said three months because it, it was given us three months from that point where we made the action plan to, to complete it. The problem was, is we were still working on edits that were backed up from, yeah. from like winter, you know, before Christmas 2021. <laughs> and so we're still working on those and the website and the rebrand, because as well, we're not just talking about building a website, we're talking about a whole branding process. So creating, adjusting all those colors and fonts, logos, the feel, the, the, the voice of the business. And going through all that work between ourselves, me and Lindsay, but also working with, with Adam and Ash, it was, you know, there was a lot to kind of come out of that and a lot to explore. But then there was also the fact that this website was going to be multifunctional. It was pulling all these functions together from these three different websites that we had. So there was then the practicalities of, we were actually building quite a big website there and there were lots of pages to it that all needed words mm. they all need like Lindsay said they needed like visual assets they needed copy and that just was looking back on it that was really daft to think that we could do that in three months whilst <laughs> yeah. doing everything else that you need to do um I, honestly we, we will talk about this because it's such it's such a great topic because it's it's it, there's like there's so many positives but there's then there's these like points to, that came out of it mm. that we just we just did not we did not approach it in the right way. No. We've learned a lot from it. Yeah. And we would love to share that with you because it would be really helpful for people to hear. Yeah. Because it shouldn't be something I, I would I would not for a second say, you know, try to dissuade you from from doing this. You know, this was v completely necessary for, for our business. It was and, necessary and to build going things forward. going forward, yeah. But now, I think, gosh, poor Adam and Ash must have just been thinking, oh, these guys are crackers if they think that they can yeah. that they can get all this sorted out yeah. in time. You know, and we're even kind of do you, you want to put know, it back? Do you, want to, do, you want to, back? do you want to delay this, guys? And we were like, you, no, because oh, we no, need to get it done before wedding season. So, um, yeah. yeah. So talking about that one, did, <laughs> did we, did we, you know, like, for instance, I'll, I'll, I'll go through some stuff here, so... Um, relevant, the bit so it was key to the future success and growth of the business. Mm. No longer managing multiple sites uh, with low visitor numbers, so that's not fit for purpose. Yeah, there was a cost perspective to it because we, we we were paying to host three different sites, and we were then having to pay other things to do like email boxes and things to do with those sites. And then there's the main there's the time maintenance and update cost you know not in actual cost necessarily but in time um so th there's a lot there's a, there's a lot of good reasons to do it did we achieve it Linz? like we actually had the website up in ta it, it was a little bit after april i think it was may it went live Half of may yeah so may it went live unfortunately may for us was just april ended up really busy and then may was just nuts mm -hmm. um and because April had been busy, we, we were then like, we were full on editing and we were full on shooting in May. And at the start of May, we had the four day week, weekend, four day wedding. Where we picked up four, four weddings in a go. And then it was weddings pretty much every weekend, one or two every weekend then for the next few weeks, months. Yeah, just for podcast, I'm just sat here 
just continually shaking their head. She's shaking her, yeah. Think, what on earth were we? So, <laughs> were but, we you know, the thing is, we actually we did we didn't quite meet the time, but we did get we did get the website up, and we have been using it, and it has been it has been slowly evolving into mm. what it's supposed to be. Mm. If you visited it now, um, is it is it done? Is it as it should be? Absolutely not. And I would say that that you know. The, the next few months is going to be about trying to build that website out mm. how it should be. Mm. Um, you know, and in a way, I can see the positives to how we've done it. Um, again, I'll leave that for a different episode because we, we don't want to focus too much on one thing here. Mm. But, yeah, we... we um, I wouldn't say we fully achieved that. It's, no. That's ongoing too. And I think again, it, you know, it's 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 all learning, isn't it? Because it's, gosh, I don't know. It's I think it's very different operating a website on something like Wix to this to this step up to to something that really means business. And um, again, you know, I, I'm not gonna like I say, I'm, this is not about. Um, berating us in any way but I think it's about I think it's just it's such a really good thing to to analyse and, and just self-assess on and just recognise that you didn't realise that this yeah. and so if you were to do it over again and you were to um, you know if we were to all down the line all over again have the need for a rebranding and a new website and things we would have a much better understanding of exactly what time and effort and the work that is needed to go into that to get that to a point for launch where you're really really happy with that mm. you know so that's that that's that's completely on us and, and we yeah i just that that's that's a good thing for me that we have been through that kind of learning cycle if you like yeah and it's a good learning lesson in terms of it doesn't have to be about something specific like branding a website, but it could be that you could be wanting to make some kind of goal. You could have a goal that is realistic to achieve, but you just maybe don't fully understand all the steps mm. between, you know, the start line and the finish line. Yeah. And so if unless it's very clear to you because you've done it before or you've got some kind of that's why education that's why listening to other people that's why listening to the experience of others is you know and it, that could be listening to somebody who's helping you with that it could be listening to someone like us um because if people have more experience than you do about something then involve them in your goals involve them in your plans and that way you you will help yourself mm. have a better chance of achieving them. Yeah. So, uh, next one. Improve Instagram presence and growth. <laughs> I'm laughing at this one. No, we haven't achieved that. <laughs> not, in, not in terms of what we were trying to do anyway. Um, basically... A line under the specific thing was that a high number of clients are acquired from Instagram, so it makes sense to to push that. Um, I've put forty three point two percent. So that at the time, forty three point two percent of our inquiries must have been coming from Instagram. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's one of those like if something's working, you know, you can double down on it. Um, 
and that's what we were trying to make sure we did. However, if if I'm being honest, um, and I'll just I'll tell you what the time-bounded part of it was. It was throughout 2022, so review at the end of the year. So we're reviewing it now, and did we do did we do anything in terms of improving the way that we did things on Instagram? Um, absolutely not. I think we've totally failed at that. Now, <laughs> are we still getting loads of inquiries from Instagram? Yes. And that's more to do with um, just being in business quite a few years and to do with like running ads and things like that. So now it's 51.5%. Oh no, that's, that's uh, yeah, that is that is that is this year. Yeah, so for this year so far, 51.5% of the inquiries come from Instagram. So it's gone up. And the target was, I think, the target was for seen to, um, to to get it to 50%. Okay, well, we achieved the target. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully that laugh didn't just pierce your ears. <laughs> um, I think, do you, know, do you know what I think? Okay, I think that you perhaps started off with that one on a bit of a... It was a bit defeatist, I think, the way that you started that. And do, you know, do you know why I think it is? I think because, and it probably is for you as well, is a topic of hot discussion, and this might just be a discussion with yourself and your own mind, you're thinking, oh, my gosh, Instagram. Oh, what, what, the, you know, the think about just 12 months ago, think about what you were doing in terms of your marketing assets. What were you doing to be able to showcase yourself on the Instagram platform alone. You would share your work. Yeah, you wouldn't it's you? changed so you much. You would share your work, you would tag the other suppliers. Done. Done, brilliant. If you could, I've never been able to get the collaborate function to, to work, <laughs> either inviting someone or accepting an invitation to do it. If you could do that, brilliant. Um, you know, look at what it is today. Look at how much more demanding on your time, on the assets created, on the resources you need to invest into it. Look at how much more so It's like you've, you've got to come up with an idea and a concept for like a reel or something. Yeah. And, then you've, and then you've got to write some kind of script or notes for yourself. And then you've got to um, think of like making it look interesting, whether you're doing that by filming it in a certain location in a certain situation whether you're miming to some you know somebody else's audio talking or you know you're going to use some special filters that are on there that you see people using then you've got to pick some sort of music and you need to look at what's trending music and all and this sort of thing captions on. and you've got to put captions on and you got to like and yeah instagram's helping you do a lot of that stuff inside the reels application but for for me personally when i've tried to do any of this stuff and like i'm not gonna lie i found it really challenging and I'd say that this is actually still my action plan. This is still my, my. I hope I can do that this this mm -hmm. year. I hope we find a way to improve our Instagram this year, Absolutely. as well as other social media. So yeah, the 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 number of followers has gone up, as you've seen there. The the, uh, the inquiries that are generated through Instagram, that has also grown. This year, I would say that we are also turning a focus to other paid advertisement. Mm. Okay. And other, doing more, other social and, media and platforms. Other social media platforms as well. Because it's not that, you know, 
it's not the be all and end all is is Instagram. And I think you know you, you if you do listen to to to, to, to other well, <laughs> I was going to generalise it. I wasn't just going to copy what you told me last night. But <laughs> if you are listening to other things at the moment, you know it could be that we've we've hit a little bit of a point with with Instagram in some respects, and it's not just in our industry; it's in others as well, where it's kind of like. I do feel a little bit like you know what is Instagram using clear on what it wants you to do to be able to 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 be seen. Is it just you know charging a lot for what you invest into it for for your advertising? But you know what what's what's its vision there? Mm. Um, because, Take your money. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's what its vision so, is. So yeah, we need in some respects we need to kind of hone in a little bit on what our goals are. But for this one, for me, I think we need need to. We personally start looking a little bit broader and not just focusing on Instagram, which which is what we'll do. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, it's something that will you know if we take the word Instagram out of it, but social media, um, marketing, you know, posting, all that sort of thing. That's something we need we need to work on again this year. And some of the points on that um, action plan as well were to do with pre uh, creating content and having it ready. Um, so that you're not stressing out trying to think of what to post on a daily or weekly basis mm. so that you, you we've never got to that point just because it's not something that we've ever fe- felt like we had the time to invest in it and that's what the that's what the real purpose of that um, action plan last year this time last year was it was to try to say look you need to put some time aside to do this it's a necessary evil even if you don't like doing it even if you don't want to be doing it it's something that you probably have to do. So if you, and you don't have to do anything in your business, but there are certain things that if you want to achieve a goal, you probably need to do X, Y, and Z to achieve mm. that goal. And this is one of those things. So yes, we'll move on from that. Mm. Um, the next one was further develop aesthetics of photos and films. So under that, it's to do with like color grading, um and so okay there's probably we've probably got two different things on this but for me this was like um i and i think lots of people doing this and might have talked about it previously but the thing that i think people photographers and videographers can struggle with sometimes some people have the most amazing aesthetics of their photos or their films and they still mess with it. Even though, like, you look at their work. I've talked to people who I look at their work and go, that's beautiful, it looks amazing, right? And they're like, I just can't get it to look the way I... And I'm like, I'm thinking, what is wrong with it, right? Now, internally, I've always done this too. So I have had, you know, it was too cold, and it was too muted, then it was too warm... And then now I feel like I'm using this, I've developed this preset, this lot that kind of makes everything a little bit, a little bit too yellowy green. And I can't seem to get it how I want it. And like, it does depend on the light and that's the problem. Mm. So, you know, I won't go into this in masses of detail because it's not for this time, but, you know, light is different on every single wedding day. So you can't develop one thing that works on everything. It just that's mm. something that I've realized it just doesn't exist. You have to have variations. Yes, you can change, you know, you should always be tweaking the white balance and stuff, but even if you've depending what you've shot it in, it will just have different 
you know it will bring out different things in terms of color and and how something looks whether something's harsh whether something's soft it all of this stuff is very difficult so the problem is is if it doesn't look exactly the way you want it to look you think you've got to change everything and this is something i still haven't worked out and i know that lots of other photographers and filmmakers have the same struggle mm. that was that was something I was trying to look at. I was trying to get things consistent. Mm. Still haven't felt, I don't. still don't feel like things are as consistent as I want. I don't know if they ever will be, you know? And I think that maybe social media, Instagram, things like that doesn't help you with this simply because people are showing exactly what they want to show. As in, if people post images that all look the same, it's because they were probably all shot in the same type of light, right? So they don't show an actual wedding or they don't show all of the weddings they're showing just that. Now, for me, I like to show different weddings and different parts of weddings. Mm. And I like to incorporate, you know, if I shoot an amazing wedding, I don't want to not show it, you know, and, and created an amazing film or some amazing photos. I don't want to not show it because it doesn't have the colour and light characteristics of something else. So... Maybe that's a personal struggle. Um, possibly, but I think um, I think because we have, in terms of the services that we offer, because we have made a move towards trying to offer a hybrid service, the th the, the the kind of goal of consistency has been far more prevalent. Yeah, between the two, because, between the photos be and because, the video. Yeah. Mm. because you want to achieve them. But even, you know, just going back to the new website for, for a moment and what's what's shared online, you know, we, we reached this point in the, um, I think it was late summer, early autumn, where we had all of this fantastic work that we'd, all these lovely, lovely weddings that we've been involved in over the, the spring and the summer. But when it came to sharing it online, this, this real thing hit you of what it looks like and if we're trying to really elevate to showcasing the fact that we can be consistent in what we offer in film and photo but that we have been making improvements and we have been learning i need to feel confident in the work that we're sharing and that we're putting on the new website and, and you i just, want it all to just, look the same i want it all to look the same but you just weren't there and sort of over the Christmas period um, for new Im imagery that's gone on the website and for things that we are going to be sharing over the next few months on social, you've you downloaded hundreds and hundreds of films from the catalogue, back catalogue if you like, from over the years and re-edited them so that there was consistency over these images that some of them, you know, span five years. Yeah. It, yeah, I haven't done so, as much with the films yet, but I've definitely done it with the photos. With the, with the yeah. photos. So re-editing them to try, still trying to, you know, reach that point of... Because I'm trying to show what people can expect to receive. Yeah. Right? So I'm not I'm not showing, you know, I, I don't want... I, I want them to be like... I want them to, when they receive stuff, I want them to be confident that they knew what it was going to look like. It looks similar Yeah. now to what it will look like. Anyway, that's a completely... Um, personal, I think, one. But 
is an example of a it's an example of a of a a, a a goal and an action plan that um, you know there isn't necessarily a end point because it will always be developing potentially. Yeah. It's probably not a very good example of one. <laughs> no, but I, I, th I think it's I think it's a good one to have in there because, like we said at the beginning, there's always going to be goals that are in there that will be ongoing. Yeah. Throughout and. I don't think there'll be any of us that are doing this that are not wanting that who basically sorry not any of us that are in this for the long term who aren't wanting to make improvements yeah month on month every single year with every single wedding and so i think that it's it's the nature of what we do mm. that the quality of what you want to showcase to people of course it's always going to be there and if it's not, then I don't think you're in the right profession. Yeah, and you, you know, you could you could be that you are, um, you, you you could have something. You could be earlier on in your in your photography or videography career, and you could be going to weddings, and you could be thinking there are parts of the day, for instance, that you find quite difficult to shoot, that are a little bit more challenging than others, that you feel like you haven't quite nailed it yet. And if you're you, a great goal would be, you know, I want to. Let's say you've struggled to capture the confetti shot or something like that. And you say, I want to capture the confetti shot better. I want to get better images from the confetti shot. And then you basically can work back from there and look, look through the images that you've taken and think about the processes that you do in order to capture the confetti shot and how you can tweak them. And this is all stuff that we might be doing unconsciously all the time. But if you actually make it a goal and then work out how you're going to improve that process, improve the result at the end of that process, you will be able to get there quicker. Yeah. So the last one that we'll talk about is revenue versus number of weddings. And this is a really good one that it actually leads into topics that we'll be talking about over the next few weeks on the podcast, and that's money. And at the end of the day, we're doing this as a business, so we are doing it to make money, to have, uh, to, to, to make a living so that we can, this is our job. We don't have to do other work. We won't, you know, you might do this part time, you might do this full time, but the idea is you make money so that you can live or buy stuff, whatever. And we had, um, <laughs> buy stuff, <laughs> technical, um, <laughs> wholesome. Yeah. <laughs> when I said buy stuff, I mean like, you know, food for your family, coats for the kids. Like, I don't mean like, Essential. I'm yeah. gonna buy a pony. <laughs> <laughs> so, we need to make a certain amount of money. And this is one of those things we're gonna be talking about over the next few weeks because it's really important. It's a topic that people don't like to talk about, they don't necessarily like to think about all the time, but it's exactly why we're doing this as a business and we're not just doing it for fun, shits and giggles. So, we had a target that we didn't want to be doing as many weddings and we wanted to be able to earn a certain amount of money. And this, you know, we will talk about this in the future, but it's basically all about understanding figures and understanding what that means if you want to achieve something, okay? And uh, the reality is that I think we achieved that. So we put down that we wanted to make a minimum amount of £75,000 and the maximum number of weddings we wanted to do 
was 30 to 35. Um, and then in brackets, we've put some already paid for. So again, this is stuff we'll probably talk about in future episodes. But the reality is that this year or last year, there were still weddings that were postponements from COVID. Some, some of those had already been paid for in full. So we'd already received the money from them. And that basically meant we weren't really getting paid for those weddings at the time because the money had already come in. So um, we have basically, with that, it, taking those out of the equation, we, we actually achieved this target. And it said the time bound was August 2022, which is the, is the end of our financial year. So our financial year runs slightly different because we set up a, a company, a business, um, rather than just being sole traders and working on the standard UK financial year of, of, Mar of March to April, or April to March even. So um, it was also about going forward. So by implementing that then, it meant that it was a stepping stone to implementing even more change, even more of a goal for this financial year and obviously for the, the subsequent financial years. The idea being that we want to be able to charge more per wedding and there are different ways in which you, we are trying to do that and be able to have more time to work on those weddings and do other things because we are taking on fewer weddings. So actually it's an action plan that we've managed to achieve and you, we didn't necessarily know at the point where we made this action plan, if we, if we would achieve it, it was a goal. So, you know, there are sometimes you can set a goal and give yourself a pat on the back. Um, and it also means that you are working towards even greater goals in the future. So a stepping stone goal. Um, you might have, with if in relation to revenue, you might have figures in your mind that you know you want to achieve, but they are three, five years away in reality. Um, but, you know, as long as everything will continue to be okay until you get there, that can be an aspiration. Um, this one was about making sure we had enough money to pay the bills, run the business, and, you know, if you want to go on holiday, we can go on holiday, that sort of thing. Um, obviously, there are new goals, new aspirations, but um, that's, that's just the last action plan. And it ties really nicely into what we are planning to do um, in the next few weeks in relation to talking about money. So, um, goals for this year is, a, is an interesting one because... I think a lot of the goals that we've talked about there are going to they're going to transfer over they're going to be goals for this year they're just slightly adapted um but I think we as part of that we can we can we can expand by saying especially on that like revenue versus um number of weddings we want to try and plan our work better through the year. If we showed you our calendar, our wall planner for last year and, and, and the jobs, there were just too many, you know, doing, some people will do six, seven weddings a week and they're cool with that. That's never going to be for us, particularly the way we're doing it. We're not outsourcing things at the moment. We're doing them in-house and we, 
have to be able to do the editing and we want to be able to have a balanced life, do other things, spend time with kids, etc. So we can't shoot that many weddings and there was a few periods in the last year where we had like four in a row, three in a row, even two in a row now is kind of, a, you know, there are going to be some two in a rows this year, but they're still, they're, they're not, we're not happy about that. Um, just because it, we know what, what impact that has on everything else. So trying to plan the year better. Um, and I think that we're already moving in the right direction with that in terms of like revenue balanced against the number of weddings and how spaced out they are. I think that we're, other than August this year, we are doing better with that. Um, so, you know, th that's our goal for this year. And we're not gonna go through it as like a specific action plan. Um, other things is to do with time management. So again, separating our home life, work life, um, being able to allocate time to different things. And that has a lot to do with, with personal goals also. We've talked previously about um, our daughter's not being very well and we need to be there for her. And as well, we know how working hard and the you know family life and, the, and how that's been going, how that impacts on your own well-being, your own health, and I think that me and Lindsay have both turned 40 now and we, we are really sort of realising how important it is to focus some attention and some time on your own health and well-being. So that, that has to be factored into all this. You know, a year ago we would have said the same thing, but it was a, you know, that would be nice to do that. Now it's become a little higher up on the priority list. It's now a proper goal it's a non-negotiable we have to do that um, so it's about being able to manage our time much better so that we can um, you know do other things so at this point we kind of need to look at what your goals are you know, have you been thinking about, you've been listening to what we've been talking about during the podcast, has it been making you um, think about things in your own life, in your own business, other things that you would like to be able to achieve, but they've just been, you know, thoughts and ideas floating around, there's been no specific, I'm going to do this. You don't need to do smart action plans and things like that. You don't need to write loads of stuff down on bits of paper. But we find that like having a, a diary or a journal, not saying that these are things that we do religiously, but if you find it, it helpful to write things down, a journal, a daily diary, whatever, can really help you to track how you're moving towards whatever goals you've got. You know, you, you, you can write goals down in there and on a daily basis or a weekly basis, you can reflect on, what you're doing and how things are going in relation to moving to that. You might not need to do that. You might not be the sort of person that needs to do that. But if it helps you to visualise things, you know, just like we have our wall planners up on the wall here in the office. And even though they don't really do anything because I look at the CRM for all of the information and, and everything, 
it's just really good to be able to just glance up and see all the little dots where they are because it, it visually says, right, there are gaps or it's cool, mm. we've, got, we've got plenty of, of work there or we haven't got enough work there. And it just helps you to, you know, when that inquiry comes in, you can have a quick glance. I don't know. I just find it very, I find it, it doesn't, like I say, we use the CRM, so it doesn't really serve a purpose as such. I feel like it, it, it for, for, for me, it does. And I like to have it there. And I think because this year, for me, to be able to achieve breadth of work rather than, it's all about that peak season and the knock-on effect that that peak season has into other times in the year. If we could achieve a more even split of work, it's very difficult because we all know that there are that there is the peak season. It might span a wide, slightly wider period of time now. It's not just July, August, for instance. We might kind of class it as May to September, but still, there's there's there is an impact of that on the rest of the year for you because there's so much work often crammed into that period of time. So the ideal for me is to look at that wall planner and see a more a more evenly spread number of dots, if you like, yeah. across the months. Yeah. I'd love to be able to do and that and and just that that is a that's a natural that vis, that's a visual motivator for me. So whether it's that, whether it's the journaling, there's also the side of it about accountability. Accountability? Yes. Is that, that different to accountability? Oh, it's very similar to accountability. <laughs> I'll go away with that. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> that for me, for, for writing things down, for doing the wall planner, that is me actively holding myself accountable to. So... So I get that. even there, there are slight differences in what might be natural motivators or ways in which we hold ourselves responsible for things. But so, so that just goes to show you what works for one might not necessarily work for the other. But that's OK. That's where a kind of a little bit of self-discovery. Yeah. Is. So, you know, you could use other things like we've we've recently downloaded an app called Habit on our phones because we wanted to, you know, outside of work, we wanted to keep ourselves accountable to doing certain things every day whether it's drinking a certain amount of water eating fruit going to the gym you know doing certain sorts of exercise or whatever but but whilst whilst i know that once i'm in a routine i probably don't need that some people do need that accountability all the time and i know i need that accountability to start the routines to start the habits mm. hence why i mean that's why it's probably called habit it's a really good name for an app mm. but it's like i know to formulate that habit, and I guess that's what the whole point of the app is, is to keep you accountable until it becomes second nature, until it becomes something you just do. Mm. Um, and so just like that's something we're doing with, um, you know, outside of work, inside work, you you have to set a goal of getting better at something to be able to get better at something. You have to set a goal of improving a process so if I know I want to be faster at editing, so I need to get my wedding film edits down to a certain number of hours or my photograph editing down to a certain number of hours because I know that there's a, there's a, a trade for that. You know, I get time back. I make more money off the time investment. So if that's a goal for you, 
really the only way you're going to get there, you could get there by just seeing what happens and seeing if you get quicker, or you could actually set yourself a goal and then say, what do I need to do step by step to be faster at that? And it's probably going to mean that you think a lot harder about the things that you can save time on, the things that you're wasting time at, the things that you could find a different solution to which would make it quicker. Mm. That's what goal setting, action plans, all this stuff is really all about. It's about what do I want to do? How do I get there? And actually looking and thinking about it rather than just by chance, I made more money this year or I you know, managed to get my edit times down by a day or a few hours. Mm. No, no, no. Like, it won't probably happen. It will happen over years. Mm -hmm. you, you will make more money over the next few years. Mm -hmm. You will get faster at editing over the next few years. But if you really want to make some moves and, and make that happen in a short frame of time, this is literally going to be the way you can do it. Mm -hmm. So what are your goals? What are your goals? What are you thinking about? Have you been listening to us thinking, yeah, oh, yeah, I could do, uh, yeah. Or thinking, what, why are these clowns talking about this? This is not a real goal. This is a real goal. I want to be a zillionaire. <laughs> Who knows, right? But whatever your goals are, it has to be something that you're trying to achieve that's important to you. Um, that's what it's, it's all about. And we hope that this has given you some ideas. We hope it's been helpful to listen to us, being honest and open about what our goals were, have we achieved them or not? Um, and hopefully, it, you know, it sparks some inspiration for this current year for you, um, or gives you that that kick up the backside that you needed to set your own goals. You've think, been thinking about stuff for ages, but have you been doing something about it? Um, we'd love to hear what your goals are. You know, whatever whatever things you're working on, whatever things you wanted to achieve this year, 2023 please drop us a, a DM on Instagram and let us know at Wedding Mavericks. Thank you again for listening. It's been great talking to you. Um, take care of yourselves. Have a great week and we'll speak to you next time. Bye, guys. See you later.